Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest, laughing back and forth at what the other has to say. Reminiscing this and that and having such a good time. Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day. Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day. Ready? One, two, wait, are we going on four? <laughs> yeah. Okay. One, two, three, four. <laughs> it was dead on for me. It was dead on. <laughs> it was so off. <laughs> I love how every single time we're so delighted by that. I know. <laughs> so, good morning. It's Saturday Good morning. morning. Did I wake you up? No, I was working. Oh, okay. I completely forgot that we were supposed to be doing this. And then I got an email from you saying, join <laughs> Zoom meeting. And normally I'm the one to send that. <laughs> well, I figured I was like, you probably forgot. I'm just going to set it up. <laughs> I, hate the, I hate the thought of you just sitting there all bummed <laughs> waiting for me. <laughs> just all alone. <laughs> it was the most passive aggressive way I could think of. Is just sending you an invite to the meeting already in progress. <laughs> the meeting that I was supposed to create. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. Had I been your employer, I would have fired you. <laughs> Wait. That is insubordination. I would have got fired? Yeah. I feel like you would have got fired. For making... For making me look bad if I was oh, your employer. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like I refused to as an employer, I refuse to be made look bad. <laughs> made look bad. <laughs> oh, How you be? Uh I'm okay. I it's been a weird week. Um, mm. just like mentally wise. Um, but I think I'm coming on the back end of it. So Do you want to talk about that on the podcast or no? Oh, we can. I mean, I don't really, I don't really know, like, what the root of cause of it. It's like, it's not really anxiety, but more of like a depression. I think, mm. um, like, you know, those funks where you're in, where like, you just want to go to bed like at seven o'clock at night. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Don't, don't really want to do anything, and I don't know. I don't know what sparked it, um, but so that's just kind of been this whole week, and then at work we. It's been crazy because we updated a computer system, and so I don't know if that played into it or not, but um, I'm actually leading worship tomorrow for the first time in like two and a half years. So, Oh, really? Where at? At Ripley. Oh, man. Yeah. So, and there was no, they don't do rehearsal during the week anymore. Oh, fun. So it's all Sunday morning, which I think will be fine. I purposely did all songs that like... I know very well, um, and uh, Dylan is playing drums. He's pretty solid. Yeah, and so Jeremiah said he can play with the click and stuff, because I was like, you guys still doing click? Because it would be nice, because <laughs> I'm going to be very rusty. And so he said he can he can play with the click, so I'm not as worried about the no rehearsal during the week. And they only do one service now, so we can mm. practice everything in the morning. But Nice. It'll be... Very interesting, just like, I don't, I don't even know the analogy, but um, just the anxiety build up to it of, obviously, I did it for five years every weekend, and like, right. I'll be fine, I can do it, but you start doubting yourself when you've gone so long without doing, mm. you know, that craft. Yeah. Um, so, and I've been practicing this week, and... Like I can feel my voice is tired, um, just from practicing. Some, some throat coat on there. I know I get that nasty throat coat. Got to do my <laughs> vocal exercises. I worked with a band once where he would take like a coffee straw and blow through that, like get a full breath and blow the full breath out through the coffee straw. Really? Yeah. Is it just like trying to like loosen stuff up or? No, I think it like. Because you have to push so hard mm -hmm. to like get your full breath out through a teeny tiny little coffee straw, it like 
works your lungs and it works your like your throat muscles and stuff. Hmm. Like warms you. It was like a warm up thing. Hmm. Maybe I'll try that. Yeah. I don't have a coffee straw, but I'm sure the old people at church just, do. Yeah, just steal one from church. Yeah. <laughs> I did go on a uh, nostalgic kick um, after our last podcast with Avery um, mm. of like my SoundCloud and different yeah. stuff that we've done together. Heck yeah. And like uh, the first song on there was Death in His Grave. Oh, which, yeah. Which we did, I think it was 20. 11 2012 maybe that so this that is super significant because i have such a horrible memory that like everything from yesterday back is legitimately fuzzy with like random little moments but that recording that song is such a significant memory in my mind because it was late 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 at night yeah. in our old church basement and i remember one, just having a blast recording with you. But then I remember there's like a big harmony part and neither one of us could sing harmony at the time. I yes. still can't. Yeah, I can't either. <laughs> and we just like, we're trying and trying and trying. And then, and we're both trying to record at the same time doing harmonies. And then you were like, what if we just like screamed it? <laughs> like, yeah, sure. And we screamed it and it worked. Yeah. And we were so stoked. Yeah. I forgot about that part. Yeah. I just remember we... I think it was a Saturday. Was it a Saturday night that we did that? Because oh, it couldn't have been because we were up to like three. I think that morning. Oh, maybe not. I just remember totally rearranging this room that we just let ourselves into. Yeah, it's completely setting up like the computer, the interface, like all the mics and stuff, and recording mm -hmm. from scratch in this little room. Um, I'm pretty sure we stole the youth guitar or youth pastor's guitar and mic. Yeah. Um, for that and. Yeah, man, those were, those were like the simple days. Oh, dude, for sure. And like, I was, I was on a huge nostalgic run this week of just like looking back on some of that stuff. I love that all like that time period of us, like me recording music by myself and then us recording music together is documented. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's so cool to like go back and listen to like, oh, I remember ex almost exactly what was going on at that point in time when we recorded that. And then especially like death in his grave is like one of the, one of the standout ones mm -hmm. that like, I remember like I had just gotten my license, my driver's license. It's so like, I was able to be free and like go places and like be at church till two in the morning mm -hmm. doing stuff. And it was all fine. Cause I could drive and stuff. One of the big memories I have talking about recording music is uh, <laughs> you would you would record the song uh -huh. and then be like, hey, like, come over and like record the vocal for it. It's mm -hmm. like, OK, but <laughs> it, I had no idea like what key it was going to be in, like <laughs> if it was going to fit my voice. The, the big one that stands out is... Um, Oh, uh, what is it called? The Stars song. Um, oh, Counting Stars. Counting Stars. Where it Lately, was I've been, I've been. way too high for me. <laughs> and it was it was like it was like a Saturday night at like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and I am struggling. <laughs> struggling. And you can hear it in the recording. Like my voice yeah. is so done. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is like I and I still don't like all I just did a, a cover of uh Jason Isabel's cover me up oh yeah, yeah that song and i wanted uh emily and i to like duet it like her take the first verse or the second verse and i take the the first or second and i recorded the whole thing i recorded all my vocals ready to go and then i have her come in and she's like this is way too high for me <laughs> like, well i just recorded everything i'm not gonna re-record everything <laughs> And she she has since informed me that that is something that I do frequently is that I don't take yeah. into account other people's range. Yes, <laughs> I agree with your wife. <laughs> but I also don't know how to transpose it all. So like I just look up whatever the chords are like on Ultimate Guitar and whatever the chords are, that's what it is. And if a song's not in my key, then can't I can't record. play it. <laughs> 
Well, is it on Ultimate Guitar? Isn't there a transpose down, transpose I up just, button? Just found that like a week ago. <laughs> Do you know the uh, the Nashville number system? I know the idea of it, but like I couldn't do it all in my head, like gotcha. on the fly. It's crazy to listen to the musicians at my church talk, like discuss songs and stuff in practice because they're all number system. So it's like that is five seven five, right? It's like yeah. Then we go to the six and the three. It's like I, that does not make any sense. From what I understand, it makes everything so much easier. It does. It seems to. So the other day I get a text from you and it was the start of a, the embarking of a journey. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, you're in freaking space. How'd you do that? <laughs> oh my God. I just found it. <laughs> Where is it? Um, if you, <laughs> uh, if you hover, Jordan, over, <laughs> go do it, do it, do it. If you hover like over your window, like your uh, video window, yeah, you should see three, things. three dots and then. Uh, oh, I just have none in blur. Oh, really? Yeah. How do you have? That... Well, Jordan is now in space, and that's pretty sick. Oh, now he's in. Now he's in a TV in space <laughs> on Zoom. Uh, this needs to be a video podcast for this stuff. No, now that I didn't, I stopped recording. Yeah. Okay. Um. Did you see that? Uh, the judge back when like all the court meetings were <laughs> on zoom that turned himself into a cat. Yes. And couldn't figure out how to <laughs> take it off. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a cat. <laughs> <laughs> the other day I got a text from you and it was the embarking of a long journey. And you were saying how you had an, uh, a new barber that you were going to. Yes. And for me to wish you luck. Yeah. And it did not go well. Tell us that story. We had a joint barber when Donnie was still living up here. Um, very much enjoyed, I would say. I uh, would say this dude is the best barber I've ever been to. Yeah. Like he does like the straight rays or the straight razor shave and stuff. Yeah. Best haircut of my life was the day before my wedding. Yeah. Best haircut I've sharp. ever gotten. Um, so I had been going to him, but I since switched jobs. And um, like before, I would get off at 3.30 and I had plenty of time to get over. And like more options were available for the um, uh Time slots. Yeah, time slots. Why can't I think of um, whatever it's called? I still can't think of the word. Appointments. Uh, um, but since I changed jobs, I don't go off till five. He has very limited availability anyway in the evening. Um, so I have just been going to like sports clips and like it's so hit or miss. And then like I don't really want them to touch my beard because and I don't trust it. Um, yeah. And so. I was like, you know what? I need to find a new barber. I need to just bite the bullet and go. So I looked online, as you would do, and found one in Worcester that had pretty good reviews. A newer, it's been around for two years, but good reviews. So I was like, okay. Um, and like their whole thing is uh, they'll give you like a like bourbon when you come in if you want it or a beer from the fridge. and um, oh, Yeah. So I, well, I, I get there, set the appointment, I get there and I'm already kind of anxious about it because like, you never know, like when, when you go to a new person who don't, doesn't really know your hair and like, you have to explain what you want and are they really understanding you or not, um, foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> so anyway, get there and there's no one in the shop, but just him and I think his wife, there's two barber chairs, it's a very small place. Just fine, starting out, whatever. What What's the vibe as you walk in the door? The vibe is the, um, you know, in like the mid 2010s, early 2010s, that industrial Chipotle feel of like uh -huh. the um, the tin um, half wall 
sort of yep. feel and the wood. So it's like that. Any current barbecue joint? Yes. Yes, very much. Um, that's, Does he have... Can I attempt to describe him just based off of that fact? Yeah, yes. Does he have skinny jeans? Yeah. Does he have like maybe a leather apron? <laughs> yeah. Does he have like a white shirt and maybe suspenders? No. Not suspenders. Okay. No. Um, does he have uh, a shaved real close on the sides? but then kind of long and swooped over on top. Yes. Cut. Yes. Does he have a mustache? Yes. Is it really well maintained? With the twists. Yep. With the twisties? Yep. Okay, yeah. Then I know exactly what kind of guy you're talking and, about. And, and a big beard. Oh, and, and a big beard. Okay, tat, tat, I missed the big beard. Tattooed um, all up and down. Um, Seems like the typical barber. Yeah. Typical dude bro barber. Yes. Um, I also hate small talk. And like, mm-hmm. I, I'm fine having like a deep conversation with a stranger, but most people don't like that. And that's totally fine. And in those situations, it's just all small talk. Um, that's what was really great about Alex, our old barber is yes. he knew that I hated small talk because I told him that. So he would always just ask me either we would say nothing and just sit there or he would ask me like really deep questions and that would like spark a deep conversation. Yeah, and Alex has since added a silent haircut option when you're booking. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, and he's <laughs> like, he's like, no offense or anything. He's like, I know people don't, some people don't like having to think of small talk, and he's like, that's fine. Like, you can do your thing. I'll do my thing, and whatever. It's like, man, I wish I could book with him. Anyway, <laughs> um, so we get in there, sit down. Um, and he's like, so what are we doing? And I said, uh, I normally do a zero fade up. Um, and then on top, because like when it gets really long, my hair just, I just push it over like until I get a haircut. I don't like that um, because normally I would, it's not like just spiking it up. It's more of like a, uh, not really a faux hawk either. I don't know how to explain it. Maybe that's my issue. But even though I showed him a picture, I get exactly what you're saying. Like you're just running your hand, your fingers through your hair up and towards the middle. It's not like a point. It doesn't come to a point. Yes. Yes. It's just like up and it's kind of shaped. Yes. Like shorter to longer as you yeah. go towards the middle, but it's like kind of loose and messy. Right. Right. Um, and like I have very thick hair. And so usually um, like Alex will texture the top too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all finger cut. Like, finger length cut yep so he's like oh yeah 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 no i, I got in. again i had donnie and like you said you showed him a picture yeah I, I asked donnie earlier that day to send me pictures from his wedding because <laughs> i had also got this haircut from alex uh the day before or i think it was the day, was the day of day before i think it was the day before because you're not supposed to do it the day of yeah for whatever reason um so i knew that's pretty similar of what i want i think i wanted it a little bit different from the wedding um, but I also had a picture of of what I wanted on me. It's myself. It's not even like, here's this actor I really like the picture of. Um, this is me. This is how I want my hair. It does this. Um, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I got it. So, um, of course, you know, at like great clips and stuff, you sit like looking at the mirror and most barbershops mm-hmm. will turn you. And so I was my back turned to most of the time. And like as he started, this dude walked in, um, who was at, it was actually kind of cool. He was from the Bearded Butchers uh, up in Creston, who okay. um, he was talking about how Brock Lesnar came and visit all the time, and so like he knows him, oh, wow. and like he brought him Brock brought the hot dogs that he made in his butcher shop for everybody to try and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. So you know he was talking about that, but flip side of that is the dude cutting my hair was just talking to this guy. And like very like engaged in that conversation while cutting my hair. Yeah. And so again, I'm I'm sitting facing away from the mirror, so I can't really see what he's doing. Um but like the fade wasn't really like I, I knew he wasn't doing like a zero fade, like normal, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he gets to the top and he 
like he sprays it down and he does maybe like two parts of it with like scissors where you you know run they run your fit their fingers in pull it up and cut the scissors uh-huh. and then he switches to clippers and oh, no. yeah yeah and i'm like oh, what is happening at this point like it's already like he's already hit my head with it i can't yeah. do anything about it and i was like it feels short like i can't again i can't tell or whatever and um and also like it's hard for Donnie to see, and obviously our podcast listeners can't see this, but um, it's very like uneven. Like the back is much longer than the front is. Uh, That's reverse of what it should be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's reversed. <laughs> um, but like he would grab the hair and like use trimmers and bzz, bzz, bzz. Uh... and so like I knew one, it wasn't going to be textured right, um, and then also mm-hmm. like the fade up. I got, I'm wearing headphones and you can't really tell, but it's uneven where like this fade is almost like up here and this fades about right here. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> so for our podcast listener, it's probably what two inches difference on either side. Yeah. Like one is almost like top of the head. Like if you follow like the edge of your eye, like the outside edge of your eye up. Yeah. And then the other one is like the side of the head almost. Yeah. And so he, you know, again, talking to this other dude the whole time, spins me around. He's like, so it's a, it's a top short enough for you. And like, I'm trying not to like show it on my face, but I was like, oh, you gotta be freaking kidding me. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, he's like, all right. He's like, uh, what are we doing with the beard? And I said, I booked um, basically like a shape, uh, beard shaping, um, trim it up to where, it's not wispy, and then a straight razor shave to trim, mm-hmm. you know, the, the line line up the beard. Okay, okay, yeah. As I said, you know, I'd like to keep as much length as possible, but also, like, take whatever you, you need to take off to make it look good because I know I haven't had my beard professionally done in a long time. Again, comparing to who I think is one of the best barbers, Alex, like, Alex will, for a long beard like mine, um, it's not as long as it normally is, but... He will blow dry it straight um, to get all the hair straight so he can actually see what's what. Um, This dude didn't even do that. He just like took the brush and like kind of, again, with the clippers, just. And um, my mustache, he he cut like he trimmed up on my lip, but then Uh didn't like trim at all. And so like I had wispy, like long hairs coming out of my mustache. Uh, yeah. And then the straight shave. <laughs> um, I mean, it, w- it was a straight shave. I will say that. But like, I got home and had to uh, re like, what's the little, um, the attachment on uh, beard trimmers that uh, is like, almost like a foil thing that gets real. Oh, I don't have that. I just use a razor. But you know sure. what I'm talking about? Yeah, like the real close, like it's the like the real close shave for electric razors. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I used that and took more off from the straight shave. Wow. Yeah, and like the straight shave theoretically should be the closest shave you can get, right? Right. I mean, yeah. Unless I'm wrong. Um, no, it is. So he did that. Didn't put like any aftershave on, so my face was just on fire. Um, oh, no. And then he. I have, I'm getting older, and so I have ear, ear hair growing off my ears. He, uh-huh. he, he trimmed one ear, left the other one. Um, <laughs> and, like, this isn't a huge deal because maybe not everybody does this, but, like, Alex always touched my eyebrows up because yeah. I got crazy eyebrows. Didn't touch my eyebrows. Um, so at this point, I was just like, I just I want to get out of here. Like, my hair looks terrible, and I don't know what my beard's going to be like. And uh, he said, all right, look, you know, everything looked good. Like, yep, that's that's fine. And so <laughs> paid and got out of there and then went on a, a very long tirade to Donnie uh, via text and sent him a picture of what I literally walked out of the barber looking like with my beard. And I, I just pulled the picture up in our text chat to remind myself. One, <laughs> it's, a, it's a shirtless pic, so I'm just getting like... <laughs> 
your traps and like a little bit of your chest and then up. <laughs> but your face is one of you're looking down at the camera and it feels like I am a child, like I am your child. And I just like I accidentally drove the car into the garage door and you're like holding back fury and rage, but also you're so sad. And then your beard, like, what's the best way to describe it? It looks like, so a beard shaping, like, I don't have, like, a beard that can be shaped because I keep it so close. Mm -hmm. But yours is, like, a longer beard. And then I have another buddy that goes to Alex, and he has a longer beard. So I've seen both your beards shaped. And it's, like, everything is even and, like, uniform and nice. It looks like you just got out of the shower and just like took your beard like into your hand like and balled it up. It's like clumps. It's like it's clumpy, yeah. There's a massive clump on the side. It's like wavy in the middle for some reason. It's not even like the left side of your chin part of it as it hangs down is way shorter than the right side. It looks terrible. It's awful. Absolutely awful. I feel so bad for you. Oh. You had that experience. I, I was so bummed because I was so looking forward to actually going to a real barber again yeah. and getting yeah. all this taken care of. And then it was just awful. Absolutely awful. I don't know how the dude has the reviews he has on Facebook. Are you the type of person that you would leave a review? Like, I know that typically you're not, but this is like, this is a outlying case. I know. I, I, I've been very back and forth about it. Um, I don't know. I feel like I should, but also like I don't want to blast him, and I feel like yeah. that's what I would do. Sure. Um, especially because like maybe this is very vain, but I feel like for a lot of people, like your hair and like how you like yourself to look is a very personal thing. Yeah. And when someone and screws that up, I don't know. It's a very like. It's a very uh, specific kind of like disappointed anchor. Yeah. When somebody messes up your hair. Yeah. And because you can't do anything about it. Yeah. So you're pissed at them. And then you're so disappointed because, or just bummed because now you have to wait for a month or two mm -hmm. months. Yeah. And I think it also, for me, just my personality type, I feel like when I let someone like have control of, <laughs> like that part of me like yeah. it's, it's very much like a, a a trusting thing and as dumb as it sounds when they screw it up you almost feel like they broke your trust yeah totally. you know um and so it's, it's like the like i'm not mad i'm disappointed except for i am mad also yeah <laughs> listeners if you have any tips for me for finding a new barber or i don't know if you are a barber Man, I'm I'm so I'm so bummed for you, man. And then it's also like, I mean, it's grown out a little bit more, and so I can do a little bit more with it, even in the last couple of days. But mm -hmm. um, but like I mean, like that, like you can see, there's just chunks that will longer than the other. Anyway, yeah. Um, but now it's just like even thinking, okay, my next haircut, what am I gonna do? Where am I gonna go? Right. Um, and like, again, having to go through the whole trust process again. <laughs> right. Right. And just not knowing, like, this sounds dumb, but like even walking into the, a new barbershop and not knowing, like, okay, do I check in with somebody? Do I? Oh, just I 100% relate to that. Yeah. Like, where do, where do I stand? Where do I sit? Yeah. Yep. Where do I go? The, the place that we used to go to, there was a back way that, like, everybody that was a regular came in through the back way. Yeah. There was, like, seating back there. But you wouldn't know that as a first-timer. No. Just, like, little stuff like that. Barbershop etiquette is such an interesting thing that I it gives me anxiety. It's, it can be intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, like, what you said before about, like, how most, like, barbers will turn the chair in. Like, or I guess out away from the wall side mirror. Mm -hmm. I hate that. Yeah. I really hate that. Because then you have to look at the person that's across from you. <laughs> yes. And they're like, oh, I got to look at this person across from me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
not a fan. And they're like looking up as you're like in conversation with your barber and you're like, no, you're not a part of this. You're oh, not a part of this conversation. That was the other thing is when he was doing my beard, mm-hmm. um, you know, like they tilt you back. And Alex had, would always, I, th- I think I remember right, would put like a warm cloth over your eyes. Yeah, he always did uh, like a hot, wet towel. Yeah. Not wet, but like damp, hot, damp towel over my face. Yeah, which like, it sounds dumb, but also is nice because then it's like, do I open my eyes or not? Like, it doesn't matter. Oh, just keep them closed. Yeah, yeah just keep them closed. This dude, no. Like, I was just like, okay, if I close, if I just lay here and close my eyes, is it weird for him? Or <laughs> I, I think I think it's much weirder if you keep them up. I know, but like <laughs> that's the predicament I, mean, I was in. Like I just wanted something over my face. I would do that to Alex sometimes, where he would lay, <laughs> lay me back and be like straight shaving my cheeks or something. I'd just be staring right at him. <laughs> <laughs> well, shoot, dude! I hope you find a a new barber. I appreciate. I hope it. you find like just like a clone of Alex that right. just has available hours yes that would be nice well do you want to do some quick 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 30 second opinions let's do it so last episode we asked people to write us into our email myfriendpod at gmail.com and your lovely wife emailed us in at our old email for our old podcast a whole bunch of questions i just wanted to put her on blast for emailing the wrong email i think i told her to email that one because i didn't know our new email address oh (laughs) okay but she gave us a whole bunch of questions and like 30 questions and we're just going to go back and forth and 10 second opinion each one 10 second opinion in the 10 minutes remaining that we have left on the zoom call so are we like i ask you question one you ask me question two or you ask me question one as well. Uh, we'll just go back and forth. So um, you ask me question one, I'll ask you question two. Okay. All right. Ready? Yep. How has marriage changed you? Um, definitely for the better. I used to be a real scuzz bucket, and now I am significantly less scuzzy. That's fair. What has each of you learned since you've been married? What have you learned since <laughs> you've been married? Uh, I think more responsibility. Um, and more so like that someone else is relying on me for a lot of things and that that responsibility is scary, but also good because it made me grow as a person. Mm. Mm. I like that. Yeah. That's good. Uh, when is the right time to get married? It's a lot of marriage uh, questions. Uh, mm, I think it depends person to person because I've seen people get married at like right out of high school and they're still going strong however many years later, but I've seen people get married out of high school and it has not worked out very well. And I think it just depends on where you are as a person. Fair. Or where you are as a couple. Yeah. Yeah. You got married relatively young. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I actually feel like I, mine was kind of in a sweet spot. I was 24 when I got married. So, um, I, uh, had, grown up a little bit, but still had a lot of growing up to do and marriage helped that. Um, but also I feel like each person is different when in the way they mature, but I feel like had I got married even two years before, it probably wouldn't have been great. Mm. So I feel like I hit a sweet spot. I, I firmly agree with that. I think I was 24 too. I might've been 25. Just copy everything I do. Yeah, pretty much. I just copy. <laughs> I, I, I married a redhead. I got married at 25. <laughs> I've been trying to grow a beard for 12 years. <laughs> uh, how do you think you'll be like as a dad? Ooh, I've been really thinking about this a lot recently. Um, I've been in situations where I have to not discipline other people's kids, but just like, they have left the room and it's just me and their kids and their kids are being a little rowdy. And I don't know how to discipline other people's kids. Cause like I see how they discipline them. And, um, I, I worry that I'll be too harsh, too quick to anger. 
um, there was a situation where I went like, hey, the other day to a kid. I was like, my dad did that to me all the time. Mm. Just like that quick little, hey. Mm. And now I have it. So I don't know. I don't know if it's a bad thing, but I don't know. I, I hope I'll be a good dad. Thank you all. I'll definitely, I, I'll, <laughs> this is going longer than 10 seconds. I'll definitely progress into uh, like khaki shorts, <laughs> sneakers with high socks. Yeah. Like really, really obsessed with my, with my lawn. You got mowing and, shoes. Mowing shoes, uh, dress sneaks, going out sneaks, comfy sneaks and mowing sneaks. Mm-hmm. Gotta have all of them. Not too flashy sneaks either. No, no, no. What a, what are you what am I trying to big time people over here? <laughs> um what is one thing from your childhood that you want to recreate for your kids? Um off the top of my head. That's a good uh, question, Allie. Yeah. Um I mean I think there's quite a few things, but um one easy thing and simple is uh I remember my dad used to do they call he called them pajama runs where um okay. he would just like from my recollection he would just yell like pajama run <laughs> and it was it was later at night um and we would all either be in our pajamas or change into pajamas and hop in the van and he would take us to get ice cream oh that's cool yeah and then come back and we got to eat our ice cream and then go to bed I, again that's my fuzzy recollection of it but like i have good memories associated with that so yeah. that'd be one easy thing i like stuff like that that makes me happy what scares you the most about having kids Ooh, screwing those little guys up um inflicting lifelong trauma that they'll have to do therapy for by something that i did unconsciously like an act of like this seemed normal at the time to me but it hurt them forever really fear that i echo that (laughs) um what excites you the most about having kids um i think like if all went well like just having like a mini me that i get to help like experience things for the first time and then Mm. i in turn like get to read like almost re experience those things you know um like and just like the imagination um that you kind of lose as an adult but like i think when you have kids you kind of get to dip your toes back into that and it's totally like uh socially acceptable so so what i'm hearing with that is like you're gonna put your kid in baseball and relive your baseball career through your child i'm not gonna push anything on them (laughs) (laughs) but i'm actually very excited to like coach baseball Mm. yeah I, the, the thought of a little mini pudge is like just the most awesome thing ever. Also a lot of questions about kids here. Is it, are you uh, getting hinted at? I know, right? (laughs) It's also going to be very interesting when we have kids, like what they're, and you guys too, like what features are going to be dominant, Um, you know? Like, like physical features? Yeah. Cause like, I think, uh, because my mom is a redhead. And Emily's a redhead. Like, we're doomed to have redhead children. Yeah, we don't have any redhead. Because apparently redhead is the dominant trait. Oh. Because hmm. Allie's a redhead, so you'll probably have redheads. Yeah, that's true. Or I don't know. they're going to have, like, my dark hair and her skin tone. Oh, like super dark hair and super pale skin. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. What would your dream house have? Hmm. Jacuzzi? No, not jacuzzi. Hot tub. Jacuzzi. Jacuzzi. It, it would have a jacuzzi, just so I could say the jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Just, just jacuzzi. <laughs> be a shack but as long as it's a jacuzzi I'm good (laughs) (laughs) jacuzzi jacuzzi where do you want to live long term 
Um, man, probably not Northeast Ohio. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we're going to the Northeast this summer, so I've never been up there. It'd be interesting to like feel that vibe. Oh yeah. But also, I like more open spaces. So, if if honestly, if like money wasn't an issue and it was all like my say, it would be like in the mountains somewhere, mm. like Mont, or even like in Montana, just like no one near me. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah. What is one thing you wish you had more of in your life? <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> um speak speak the truth <laughs> uh no um honestly just uh more time freedom mm. of you know i work 40 hours a week and like that's what i do and just like being at a spot either financially or just with the job that i'm not that tied down would be great yeah uh, what is something people would be surprised to know that you're interested in? Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty open about my my interests. Yeah. Um, I like, I guess obscurely, I like 1% of anime. Like, I don't like all anime. Okay. But there's like a really good movie called Akira from the 80s. Mm-hmm. It's an anime movie and it, it, it kind of like centralizes around motorcycles. So that's probably why my interest is in it. That makes sense. But like that. And I also like the animation style of that. I like um, like black metal and like extreme music like that. Like stuff that everybody else hates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's this band that I found um, that it's like a music bed, but the vocal is insane people like they went to an insane asylum and just recorded insane people screaming <laughs> <laughs> i could see you being interested in that it's pretty interesting yeah it's pretty interesting uh <laughs> how do you feel about traditional gender roles um i i feel like ali's trying to and trap us. Well, it's funny is actually we're pretty open about that in our like relationship about how I don't expect anything like I don't expect she does anything traditional. Um, like there's a lot of times I cook dinner. Um, sometimes she cooks dinner. Some, I mean, there's there's not really a set thing that like I don't do that because I'm the male. Mm. I misread this question. Oh, I thought it was more um, uh, gender. Like, how do you feel about ma- like man, like male, female? How do you feel about there only being two? Oh, oh, that's, oh, oh, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Now that I see this, <laughs> <laughs> now that I reread it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I took it okay yeah I think that was how it was meant to be taken <laughs> what is one thing you don't like you didn't like about growing up in church what a great question to ask a preacher's kid right and especially when I'm supposed to keep it to 10 seconds um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know I mean a lot of the stereotypical things um, but yeah as a preacher's kid there's just expectations um, that I either like, I mean, even now too, expectations that I like believe certain things or act certain ways, or I can't do this. Or in a lot of sense, I would get in more trouble for things than another kid would get in trouble for at church. Um, yeah. Because I was a preacher's kid. What's your favorite vacation spot? Why? What do you do there? Tell me, Mm. tell me why, (laughs) why, why, How, how do you get there? <laughs> um I think one of my favorite vacation spots has been Gatlinburg, Tennessee. It's very nice because it had like I don't like touristy stuff and it ha- does have touristy stuff, but you rent a cabin up in the mountains and that's away from all the touristy stuff. 
<laughs> Wait, can I do that? I'll figure it out. We'll we'll duel banjos later. But I like that. And we chill. We sit at the cabin. If there's a hot tub, we'll get in the hot tub. And then we'll go down to Gatlinburg and get some dinner and just walk around and see some cool stuff. How did you both get so lucky to marry such beautiful, amazing, and talented women? Mm, I just copied what you did. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I got lucky. <laughs> church played a big role in it. Yeah, same for me. I met my I met my bride at church. Yeah, that's probably the worst thing that you could call your spouse is your bride after being married for more than a month. Yeah, why is that? This is. Can you imagine? Like right now, go out and meet somebody new. You and Allie today, <laughs> or just go out to di- go out to dinner. Go out to dinner, and when the waiter and the waiter or the waitress comes and asks, "What will you guys have?" You'll be like, "I will have a coke and the steak, and my bride will have whatever, whatever." That's the worst thing you could do. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> or if I was just like with friends, like at a party, I'm like, "Where is my bride?" Where did she go? <laughs> Just think of all the instances where you use wife and just replace with bride. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start doing it just because it's so gross and awkward. <laughs> Please do. Like, I can't wait to just be like, where is my bride? Where is she? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to wrap this this bird up? Yeah, you're going to have a fun time editing this. Yeah, we're at almost 100 minutes, which is a feature-length movie. <laughs> Mine is uh, 100 and... Oh, no, sorry, it's an hour and 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I started recording for you. All right, well, thanks for listening to the podcast. Did you know... Jordan, that our last episode has over 400 listens, downloads, whatever. That's what I hear. It was a pretty popular one. That old Avery. I'm starting to wonder. There seems to be something fishy going on because I look at our podcast statistics and they're pretty spread out. Like some of them are from. Like, we're getting listens from, like, all over the world, technically. Like, we have some from Iraq. We have some from Moscow. We have we don't have any in China. I'd like to reach Moscow. Yeah, we have a couple from Moscow. None in China, none in Africa, and none in South America. I'd like to reach those countries. But pretty much everywhere else there's been listens, like Britain, United Kingdom, all that stuff. A little bit in Canada, all over the United States. Um... But when I look, it tells me like exactly where, like a large, like the top five locations, mm-hmm. and number two location is Fiji. Dope, dope, dope. But then the number one location is Tappahannock. <laughs> Where's that? Which is a city in uh, Virginia, I think. That's weird. Yeah. Or maybe Maryland? I'm not sure. I think I think Virginia. But we have had let me see. Uh three hundred downloads from Tappahannock over the course of our podcast. So I I think like an old lady found our podcast and doesn't know how to turn it off. <laughs> just auto downloads. It's, it's just been looping our podcast. For months and months And she has been driven insane By our voices That's my hope I think that's a good hope 
Well, hey, thanks for listening to the sultry sounds of our voices. I'm matching Pudge's playing style. Write us in if you want us to answer some questions that you may have, or if you just want to berate us and call us ugly. Doesn't matter, whatever it is, we'll read it on the podcast. We will cry on the podcast. I will openly cry tears on the podcast. Um, what else is there to say? If you want us to change the format entirely to a true crime podcast, let us know. Or to an office-themed podcast, let us know. We'll do it. We're at your command. <laughs> Whatever you want. You own us. <laughs> you own us. We are public property. Thanks for listening. Running through the forest Jumping fences, dodging trees And trying to get away Contemplating nothing but escaping Finally making it Oodle-lolly, oodle-lolly Golly, what a day Oodle-lolly, oodle-lolly Golly, what a day All right, dude. then or I'll see you at another time uh ladies on the menje <laughs> plenty of other guys licking each other's bases <laughs> uh what did we say earlier I keep a bit no, not bidet jacuzzi the jacuzzi <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be my way to say goodbye Chakuz. Chakuz. <laughs> see you, buddy. All right, see you, man. Bye. Bye.